Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Sam Jacobs. Sam is the author of the new best-selling book, Kind Folks Finish First, The Considerate Path to Success in Business and Life. He believes that helping others shouldn't be a sacrifice, but rather a long-term strategy that can inspire your success, get you prepared to take the exit ramp, change direction, and charge your future with generosity. Sam is also the founder and CEO of Pavilion, a global organization with over 9,000 members and hubs in every major city in the world with a private membership of leaders of all levels. Through this organization, Sam provides support, assistance, education, and career growth. So this is going to be an excellent discussion today. Sam, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk a little bit about your book, talk a little bit about Pavilion, and basically, what is it that you do and what makes you so amazing? (laughs) I don't know that I'm so amazing, but uh, what I do is I run a company, as you mentioned in the bio, called Pavilion. Uh, Pavilion is, we're actually close to, I think this week we'll cross 10,000 members uh, all over the world, primarily focused on revenue. So these are sales leaders, marketing leaders customer success leaders, people that are talking to customers that are working companies, helping them grow. And we provide, uh, we call it a community powered learning platform for those individuals. What that really means is that we provide training, support and resources to help them grow as professionals, to help them reach the C-suite, to help them eventually become CEOs and leaders and to in turn help their companies grow more successfully and effectively through their membership with Pavilion. So What that means in practice is we've built Pavilion University, which is uh, basically online training and learning courses in schools focused on revenue growth and sales growth, how to make money for your company. We built, we put on uh, over a hundred in-person experiences uh, every single year. Uh, I'm actually flying this evening down in Miami near you, Jeff, to attend our CEO summit, close to a hundred CEOs, co-founders, COOs, and investors all meeting for a couple of days in Miami to talk business strategy and to plan out 2023. And then the last way that we help people is really trying to build community as a product. And so we've, we put people into groups of 100 to 125 people in their city, in their area. Uh, they meet regularly to share best practices and challenges and interact with each other to help and support each other. And that collectively is what Pavilion is all about. So what's interesting about this community as a product, right, is this isn't just like a BNI where people just get together and talk about their stuff. Like there are some actionable item, uh, there are some actionable learning going on, right? This isn't just about like, uh, you know, hey, show me how you did this or, but there's some actual demonstrations and people can really feed off of each other, right? 
Yeah, it's it's and to your point, you know, a community as a product is actually quite hard to scale because it means something different to everybody. And that's why we have to build products. We have to build tangible experiences that you can evaluate as to whether or not you want to join them or participate them or give the money to us, give money to us for them. So the first one is learning, training, uh, you know, online training, online schools. And that's because people may not know what how to evaluate the ROI of community, but they do know how to evaluate the ROI of a certificate of completion or graduation from an online course that helped prepare them for their job. And in, and when we're teaching those courses, to your point, Jeff, and to the point of the podcast, we're giving them practical, actionable insights, right? Pavilion has always been differentiated by, yes, there's a theory of the case uh, and there's uh, values that are articulated in the book that I wrote, but we also need to make sure that we are practical, that you, we can actually help you be better at your job. And so that's everything from teaching people the math of unit, economic, uh, unit economics and customer acquisition all the way to, which is also in my book, how to negotiate your executive compensation agreement, what specific clauses you should be asking for, how to modify different employment agreements so that you can protect yourself better. All of that is part of what we deliver in Pavilion because we are focused on helping individuals unlock and achieve their professional potential. But again, what it means in practice, right? The world's a crazy place. It's a volatile place. People need support, particularly right now. Are we in a recession? We don't know. Labor market seems to say we're not in a recession. Seems like we might be heading into at least a technology recession. Coinbase laid off 20% of its employees today. So how do you prepare yourself for this uncertain world? You need something that is an ongoing resource, and that's what Pavilion provides. You know, the idea of community for me has pivoted a lot, especially over the past three, four years. As I migrated from getting in my car every morning and driving down to a WeWork, you know, we have like three or four WeWorks here in uh you know, here in Miami. And I, and I would always try to like work in different ones just to get, you know, like a different vibe, a different area, you know, see something different, you know, some have views, others are really close, you know, closed off things like that. And then when I moved into this home office slash man cave, right. You know, one of the things that I really started to miss was, you know, like I'm not really out there interacting with people, right. It's one thing when you go from, uh, you know, when you go from working in corporate, uh, 300 people in this big open plan, uh, you know, in this big open plan room to working by yourself and then, you know, just facilitating Zoom calls, you really do miss out on some of that, right? And being able to bounce ideas off of your peers is absolutely golden, right? And it's one of those things that, uh, you know, after all this craziness uh, died down, it's like, okay, how do I get that magic back? Right. How do I get that magic where I, you know, where I start to network and meet with other people and really, you know, sort of build up that trust. And that's why I love the idea of building communities, you know, in and around, you know, entrepreneurship and marketing, because you can just get so many great ideas because it's such a vast, you know, such a vast marketplace, you know, like really doesn't have a lot of competition in terms of, you know, like uh, talking with your peers. Like, you know, I had one guy at a, uh, yeah, you know, at one of those networking events, like, oh, I can't talk to you because we're competitors. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, if you really needed to say that, you are nowhere near my competitor, right? You are so in my pocket. And, uh, you know, there's just so much more to learn from others. So I really appreciate that. I wanted to ask you, though, when you're setting up these communities, especially in newer cities, like uh, how does that work in practice? Do you have to like nominate a, you know, a head of that area and then they go and organize it? Or is there like a specific plan that you put together? How does that work? 
Yeah, the, you know, the, um, that's certainly the way that we started. Uh, we, we had chapter heads, the concept of a chapter head when, when we were originally growing. And we would actually be very generous with them. And it was in, in some ways like a multi-level marketing organization where we would pay those folks a percentage of dues for people that they signed up. Ultimately, we became big enough and the, the rev share and the economics weren't working for the business anymore because the folks were sort of sitting on an annuity as opposed to really actively growing the membership. And so we, we, we reconstituted, uh, you know, the way that we were organized and now we primarily do it through marketing. But, you know, the, to your point, Jeff, the, the reality is that you often do need a few key champions uh, within the community in a specific geographic area, but even beyond ge geography, you might need specific key champions in a specific functional area that you're trying to grow into or an industry that you're trying to grow into. And so that's why we've created this program uh, called Pavilion Ambassadors. And ambassadors are people that are all public advocates on behalf of Pavilion, both in a lot of different cities, but also in a lot of different companies and a lot of different industries that advocate for our growth, that champion our success, and that help bring on uh, new membership. Fundamentally, you know, if you if if we're if what we're really talking about is you know what's our growth strategy? Growth uh, historically has come from word of mouth. You know, growth has come from helping people and really making an impact and a difference in their lives. And then the consequence of doing that, really getting people to advocate on our behalf. And that's why a lot of what we try to do is measure uh, the impact of our success through this concept of net promoter score. You know, NPS, which is a pretty well known metric uh, in a lot of places. Other people don't know it as well, but it's really just trying to understand. How happy are people about the work that we're doing and how much do they support us? That's really cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. I wanted to talk a little bit about the book and why it's, sure. why it's so intriguing for me. Kind folks finish first, right? Which sounds almost like the antithesis to sales and marketing because, you, you know, a lot of it is drilled in your head that you need to be ruthless. You need to go out there and compete and, you know, uh, like success is a contact sport, things like that. But it sounds like you're taking a completely different position on it. Can you talk about that a little bit about uh, how you came up with that idea and how you're putting that into practice, um, you know, across your organization? Sure. Well, the, um, you know, the, the book is really about the founding of the company Pavilion and uh, the story of the book is the story of my career. And about five years ago, I, I had this moment, I've been fired a lot. I get fired a lot. I, you know, my last 20 years, I've been working at companies here in New York, technology companies, trying to help them grow in senior leadership positions. And the book arose from this, uh, from this sort of inflection point in my career in my life five years ago when I was fired for the, the second to last time on the New Jersey Turnpike. And I just decided to change how I was approaching things. And the point of Kind Folks Finish First is, um, is just really about an approach to life and an approach to your career that, to your point, Jeff, is, is in some ways the antithesis of everything that we've been taught. It doesn't mean be foolish and it doesn't mean be naive and it doesn't, it doesn't really mean uh, be completely innocent. What it means is that if you can stop keeping score, if you can uh, believe in a non-zero-sum world, and you know, uh, there's a lot of macroeconomic factors that might impact your success on any given day relative to not keeping score. But in general, my life changed when I decided to stop keeping score. To and, and by keeping score, meaning every time I help somebody, I didn't need to send them an invoice, right? I realized over the course of the last five years, which is really the values that we've built Pavilion with, that helping other people is not just a thing that you can do to feel good about yourself, but it's a thing that you can do to advance your career. And how is that true? It's because 
in the act of not keeping score, in the act of giving more than you than you take in, in the act of helping other people succeed, helping them find a job, but not needing a 10% finder's fee, what you do is you differentiate yourself. You differentiate yourself as somebody that is different from every other person on the street that is constantly chiseling, constantly sending an invoice every time they shake your hand, constantly saying, I made that introduction, can you send me 10%? That's the way that most of the world operates. And so if you're thinking about differentiation in a competitive world, one of the ways you can differentiate yourself is by being long-term focused, right? Kind folks finish first. You know, the, the funny story behind the writing of the book is that when I was pitching it to the publishers, they said, do you really need it to say kind folks finish first? Is it maybe the kindness principle? Is it the value of kindness? Right. It's not really about finishing first. It's about the fact that, you know, you feel good at night and money isn't everything and success doesn't isn't everything. And I said, no, you're, you're missing the point. That's actually completely opposite to what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that this is a path to professional success. It's not just about sleeping better at night. The point of the book isn't and, and tries to give you very practical, actionable tips to the point again of your podcast. The point isn't like be a good person, help people out, help the old lady cross the street. Uh, and, you know, you'll sleep better at night, you'll still get passed over per, for promotion, but professional success isn't all that it's cracked up to be anyway. This is that is not the message of the book. The message of the book is be ambitious, try your hardest, be diligent. And but in so doing, you can be different, you can look different, you can be different and separate yourself from the pack by investing in kindness by building relationships, not transactions. What is building relationships, not transactions means specifically, again, to the point of like being practical, it means why don't you go out and help people find a job? We've got a layoff coming. Instead of becoming an executive recruiter, why don't you just help people find a job and not, not ask anything for them? Why don't you make connections between somebody like you, Jeff, that's a digital marketing expert and somebody that needs digital marketing expertise. And again, don't start a business from it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a broker of some kind and take 10%, but just start making connections to people between people that need things and don't ask for anything and try that for a year. Try that for one year, just making connections, helping people out every time they email you and say, hey, do you have 30 minutes to hop on the phone instead of your instinct, which is to say, sure, but my hourly rate is 250 bucks. Just get on the phone with them anyway and try it for a year and see what happens. And my experience when I began living my life that way, that doesn't mean don't have a business. It doesn't mean don't sell. You know, it doesn't mean money's evil. It doesn't mean don't charge for your services, but it means if it's not your core business, then maybe try to do as much as you can outside of that where you don't charge anything so that you can create goodwill, invest in karma, and then watch what comes back to you. And when I took that approach over the course of the last five years, that was ultimately the thing, that was the idea and the philosophy that led to pavilion success, in my opinion. That is a really great story because one of the things I noticed when I started taking, as you said, like every call, even if I knew going into it that uh, I'm not going to convert this guy, right? Or he's not my client or, you know, it's, it's not going to work. But, you know, maybe if I can even save them from making a stupid mistake, right? That was always my mantra. And I would be very verbose about it during those calls. You know, like when you have like this new company that, uh, I don't know, they want to hire me for SEO services and they want to be top ranked, but, oh, I, I have a really small budget. You know, it's like, listen, do me a favor. Don't hire me, but don't hire anyone else either. Okay. Save your money, right? Because anyone else, there are a lot of people that will take your money and, you know, you'll find out six months down the, down the line that it's just not effective. 
right? And I told them that two, three, five years from now, you will remember my name is the one who spoke the truth. Right. You will remember that I was the one that taught you. That's exactly right. You know, that I taught you correctly. And, you know, then you will be ready to pay me, you know, what I'm worth. But in the meantime, please, you know, you have my phone number, you have my email, hit me up with any questions. And what happens is those people come back. And it's amazing. Of course they do. You know, they come, uh, they come back and, and they come, at least in my experience, at the times I least expect it. Right. Like uh, maybe I'm having a bad month, you know, where I don't have enough revenue coming. And then this guy I spoke to two and a half years ago, you know, like, hey, you know, I started this new business going really well. Now I'm ready to hire you. Okay, great. Let's get to work. And the thing is, is that like you said, you know, to the point of karma, it builds up, you know, it it builds up great energy. It builds up. uh, It builds up a lot of trust and really establishes you as an expert, you know, an expert in your field. You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you a little bit about this. How then does uh, do these communities, these masterminds that you that you put together, then flow into uh, that part of giving back? So it's not just a bunch of people sharing information like, oh, here's how I did it, here's how you should do it, type thing. But there's more than that as well, right? Uh, there's more in terms of being able to get together and just bounce some ideas off of. And sometimes, you know, even if it's not 100% revenue related, right? How does that dynamic play out within your organization? Well, um, to your point, it's not just people. I mean, first of all, in its core essence, it is probably just people saying, here's how I did this and here's how I did that. But I think the key to it is structure. And that's what effectively people pay for. You know, what, what they're really paying for is they're paying for moderation and curation so that there's so that you feel like you're part of an exercise that yields some kind of specific outcome. So again, that's why we built these online learning courses. Last year, we had 12,000 total enrollments and 6,000 unique students go through Pavilion University. And why did we create Pavilion University? Because just bouncing around and saying, how'd you do this and how'd you do that is not quite as useful as saying, hey, we have all of these experts. Let's build structured content that we'll call a course. And let's have you experience that content, take notes, answer questions, take a test. And that way, you know exactly what you're going to learn. You know exactly what you're going to get. And you have a tangible result at the end of it, which is a certificate of completion that we can help you market and promote. And so we've taken sort of the idea of like people, like-minded people, which is effectively community, right? Like-minded people with shared goals and values coming together to help and support each other. We've taken that general idea and then said, how do we create structure so that people can get something specific and tangible out of it? So one example is our Pavilion University programming, which again, as I mentioned, uh, over 6,000 students last year. And then another is like the simple structure of our in-person interactions, right? So we do over 100 dinners a year, salon-style thought leadership dinners, 15 to 20 people sitting around a big table having a conversation. But it's not just sit, sit down, sit wherever you want, uh, start talking. We've all been to those kinds of work dinners where whoever you're sitting next to ends up being the determinant of whether or not you have a good event or not, because you know there's a million different conversations happening at the table and nobody's really steering the conversation. So we actually have a playbook for how we run a dinner, right? So that there's only one person talking at a time. We say no crosstalk through desserts. We make sure that people come ready to talk about their challenges. We break it up into 15 minute segments where people share case studies from their work and everybody contributes. And we really provide a lot of coherent structure into this con- this regular dinner, right? It's all it is is a dinner. You'd think there wouldn't be that much that much of a recipe into making a great event, but it turns out there is. And so again, we take the, 
you know, community is the input, not the output. You know, that's that's sort of like one of the interesting parts of it. Community is the is the is the atomic fuel uh, that that turns into products that we build, and that's why we call it community powered learning, uh, and we call ourselves a community powered learning platform because we feel like community is the input and learning. Why do we come together in communities? I think learning isn't all of it because there's an emotional component to your point about being in your man cave and kind of feeling alone, you know, feeling lonely and feeling like, where is the world and where are my people? Uh, so there's a point, there's a point to that. But I think the, the essence of community is about how do I get better at doing what I need to do to support my family, to achieve my professional goals. And that's why we call it community powered. I love it, Sam. Thank you so much for articulating that. Can you please take a minute and let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly if they have any questions? Yeah, of course. Well, you can reach me on LinkedIn. I have, uh, I'll have over 40,000 followers as of the end of this week, I think. Uh, you can email me, sam at joinpavilion.com, and you can actually become a member uh, at the website that you see on the screen. If you do become a member, uh, what I would advise you to do, there's sort of three elements to the product set within Pavilion. First is, like I said, take a class, right? We found that members that take at least two classes over the course of a year uh, tend to be happier than those that don't. I would also mark on your calendar one of our big events. I'm going to the CEO Summit this evening, but the next big events, there's three big events that are coming up this year, a CMO Summit in San Francisco in March, a CRO Summit in June in London, and then Go to Market 2023, our first big all-encompassing conference, which is happening in Nashville, Tennessee, October 8th through 10th. All of those are open for registration. Go to market will open um, on uh, Thursday at the CEO summit just for CEOs initially, but everybody should come. So take a class, attend an event, and then pe- uh, be active in your local community. And if you do those three things, I think you'll be very happy. You can learn more at joinpavilion.com. I love it. Sam, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a very interesting discussion. I really appreciate the energy and you articulating, you know, really what it takes to, you know, to create a community and make it, you know, make it actionable, make it something that, uh, you know, that you can feel and use and implement in your own business. So thank you for uh, so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Been great to be here. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.